Episode 35. You're listening to Vox Talk, the voiceover industry's number one podcast, brought to you by Voices.com. It's about voice acting, growing your business, and sharing your knowledge. Vox Talk is a show that you can be a part of. Getting involved is both fun and rewarding. It's time for this week's episode of Vox Talk with your host, Stephanie Cicerelli. Hi there, I'm Stephanie, and welcome to Vox Talk. In this episode, we'll hear a humorous piece from Betty and Boca, talk about Microsoft Vista, and have an interview with Everything Acting's Darby Worley. Before we get into all that, let's take a look at the voiceover news. The Loop, informing you of news and current voiceover events. In animation news, Marvel Comics is coming out with a new Spider-Man cartoon series called The Spectacular Spider-Man. Josh Keaton has been cast in the roles of Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Josh, though new to the role of Spider-Man, isn't a stranger to the Spider-Man franchise. He has also voiced the role of Harry Osborn in two Spider-Man video games. To learn more about Josh Keaton, you can visit his website, joshkeaton.com. In the world of athletics, in golf to be precise, Tiger Woods is the man to beat. It now appears that he is also a regular on the automotive advertising A-list. Shortly after his spokesman's stint with Buick, Tiger is now on par with GM OnStar, featured in a new commercial promoting the product. To watch Tiger in action, go to YouTube.com and search for Tiger Woods. In closing, a dark cloud is hanging over internet radio stations as the U.S. government deliberates on whether or not to raise the fees of royalties owed to recording artists represented by AFTRA. The decision to raise royalty fees will effectively shut down nearly every internet radio station in the country and the community is in an uproar, demonstrating with a day of silence. Is internet radio doomed? Add your comments on the Voices.com biz blog at blogs.voices.com slash the biz. The Biz, helping you grow your voiceover business. Today in The Biz, Betty and Boca cracks a joke on air with some unsuspecting radio personalities. Hi, this is Betty and Boca. Has this ever happened to you? A prospective client wants a clip of you on the air, but you have no recent air checks. Or you just flat have never done anything on the air. How are you going to get on the radio? Here's the deal. Any radio station or podcast that takes callers is your new on-air home. Then imagine a character that might call that station and try to make them as real as possible in your mind. Here's an example. I was listening to my favorite baseball radio station. And they were talking about a pitcher. His name is Francisco Liriano. He was injured, and he was going for like a fifth or sixth opinion about whether he should have surgery or not. And nobody knew where he was, including his team. So they kept saying, if you know the whereabouts of Francisco Liriano, please call the station. Well, that went on for a couple of hours, and then they made their mistake. They said, if you are Francisco Liriano, please call the station. Well, that was my big chance. And here's how it went. On line two, we have Francisco... Liriano, Francisco, where have you been? Oh, um, I've been in California. <laughs> yeah, um... You've been out there the whole... Th- you didn't think to call the Minnesota Twins? What? You didn't think to call the Minnesota Twins, let them know you were up to? No, because, um, because actually I am, um, I am Francie, ah. uh, Francisco's alter ego. Oh, <laughs> he, He's had the body since April, okay? 
He screwed up the elbow. He blew a season. It's done. My turn. Okay? That's it. All right. So, so I'll talk to you later. I, I, I got to go. All right, so you take care of yourself, Francisco, all right? Okay. <laughs> nice to talk Bye. to you. What the heck was that? <laughs> that was a Fran... I mean, I guess she called herself Francie Liriano. Um, <laughs> joining us on MLB Radio. Where Where is this show going? That just happened to us. Well, that was fun. See how easy that was? And they loved it. You can do this, too. So try this idea, and if it's okay with Stephanie, I'll play it on the air. Well... It's got to be clean, okay? Keep it clean. I got to go. Well done, Betty. Thank you for presenting us with that hilarious air check. Tech Talk, walking you through the technological landscape. This week in Tech Talk, David Cicerelli chats about Vista. Microsoft Vista, that is. Jeff Resnick, a professional voice talent, recently asked if I was aware of any USB or Firewire digital audio interfaces that were compatible with Windows Vista or supported by Microsoft. Since my initial research didn't yield any positive results, I asked Jeff if he wouldn't mind if I posted the question on the blog. Here's exactly what Jeff asked. Since Windows Vista is so new on the market, I've been having some difficulty finding a USB or FireWire interface for my computer that is Vista compatible. I'm wondering if you guys had any idea when they're releasing updates for Vista. I just thought I'd let you know for anyone else that has Vista and using SoundForge 9. So that's exactly what I did. I posted Jeff's question on the blog and asked, have any of you had experience with Microsoft Vista and your own home recording studio? And sure enough, within a few hours, Blair Wilson came to help us out. Blair said that he uses Adobe Audition 2.0 and CoolEdit on his computer. He also has Windows Vista Premium as the operating system. So for all of you running Windows Vista, we recommend that you get the latest ASIO drivers at www.asio4all.com. That's A-I-S-O numerical for all.com. According to Blair, since installing the new drivers, everything's been running well. So there you have it, your Windows Vista update. Thank you to David, Jeff, and of course to Blair for helping us out. If you'd like to know more about Microsoft Vista, go to Microsoft.com slash Vista. Voxbox, sharing your audio feedback. In the Voxbox today, I'm pleased to bring you this special interview with Darby Worley, host of the Everything Acting podcast. Darby, thanks for coming by. How are you doing today? Well, I am fabulous. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm great, thanks. I'd like to start off by asking you about how you came to co-host the Everything Acting podcast with Roz. Could you tell us a little bit about what inspired you to start Everything Acting? We started the podcast for a couple of reasons, one of which is kind of altruistic and one of which is very selfish. Um, the first reason was because, you know, it just it just seems like everybody's always after the actor, you know, for money. You know, they're always like trying, everyone's trying to sell us something. And we wanted to bring something to the community for, that was free. Um, and then the second reason was because there's still casting directors here that I don't know, and there's still pe still people that I want to meet. And this gives me uh, an excuse to call anybody I want in the industry and introduce myself. 
And then to that end, it also, it just is really great to kind of be creating your own work. It's great to have something going on all the time. Even if I don't have auditions or a booking, I always have the podcast to work on. So it's, it's really kind of, you know, they say that work begets work. And I would say that that really has been the case with the, with the podcast. I don't know if it's because my attitude has changed, um, toward in my auditions or if it is helping me, you know, network or what, or how it's working, but it, I am working even ever, you know, more than I ever have, um, since we started the podcast and same for Roz. So, you know, Roz is on Broadway right now, understudying uh, Tanya Pinkins. So it's been great for both of us. Wow, that's great. So how would you describe the Everything Acting podcast? Uh, well, it is um, a weekly podcast, and our mission statement is to inform... Uh, inform, inspire, and demystify the actor's journey. And we do that by interviewing working actors um, and various industry professionals. So how do you choose the people you interview on Everything Acting? Which guests have been your favorites so far in the program? So far, you know, we're still we're still fairly new. We're not even a year old yet. So, so far, we're still just kind of using our network. Um, we really like to interview actors who are making their own work. We have a segment on the show called Make Your Own Way, and we really like to get people that are writing their own material and producing their own stuff. And we also, um, although we, we've interviewed a few quasi celebrities, we kind of feel like celebrities get interviewed all the time. Um, so we want to interview the rank and file working actor because that's really, you know, where most of us are going to end up. And our favorite, my favorite guests, um, I mean, I really interview. I really enjoyed interviewing Aaron Yu because he's someone that I've seen kind of progress from being a you know a downtown theater guy to starring in the number one movie in America. So that so that that was a fun interview. Um, also, Danny Burstein was really fun to interview. He also is somebody that I met at the Flea, uh, which is the, which is a little tiny theater downtown in downtown uh, Manhattan. I also always really enjoy interviewing voiceover people just because that's my you know career focus. So, Darby, when you interview your guests, do you do so in person or do you use tools like Skype or ISDN? I really haven't used either of those, but I know that it's a definite plus to be able to connect in that way with an interview subject. So uh, have you had any good experiences doing remote interviews? Well, we, we kind of do both. We interview most of our guests in person. Um and we'll either, you know, cart over a laptop and a microphone, or there's also this really cool thing. It's called, I think it's called an H4, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a teeny little um, digital recorder that records wave files. So it records at the quality level of Pro Tools. And if you listen to the interview with um, Scott Wojcik, I used that device. And so you can, you, it, it's, it's almost too good of a microphone because it really picks up a lot of background noise, but it's really tiny and handy and easy to, to carry around. Now, in terms of doing remote interviews, what we do is the, the best thing to do is to have um, each person recording into their own microphone and then have an earpiece in my ear under my, under my headphones where I'm talking to them on a landline. So we're talking over the phone, but we're each recording our voices separately. And then one of us will send the, um, the MP3 to the other and we just sync up the files. That's the the best recording quality that we've we've been able to accomplish on a remote interview. Um, but most people, most of our guests don't have that. So I just I just um, use a splitter, and the phone line then goes into my preamp and records on the same track as my voice. As a podcaster and blogger, I know that receiving comments or encouragement from your audience means the world, and also inspires you to keep up the good work. What kind of feedback do you get from your listeners? Is there anyone specific that you'd like to acknowledge here on the show? Oh, we get great feedback from our listeners. Our listeners, um, you know, it's 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 awesome to hear that, you know, we're kind of affecting people's lives and they'll share stories and tell us, you know, uh, things that the podcast has inspired them to do. And we've heard from a couple of people that I know are on Voices.com. 
Bob Elliott is a listener and um, Bob Sauer has linked to us on his blog and there's one other person I know that's on. Oh, Joe, Joe Rodriguez is probably on voices.com or at least listens to the show. So those are some voiceover guys that I've heard from. And I would love to hear from more of the voices.com community. Well, that's fabulous. Is there anything exciting coming up that you'd like to share with us today? Um, we do have some exciting things coming up on this show. We're actually um, offering our very first Everything Acting Podcast Award for the best newcomer. And so we've invited people to send in um, two minutes or less and it has any kind of a file. It can be a YouTube video. It can be um, video video of you doing a monologue. It can be a voiceover reel. It can be a commercial demo. Um, But the only requirement is that you have been acting for two or less years. And we're going to evaluate that along with some agents and casting directors and vote and come up with the best female and a best male newcomer. That definitely sounds exciting. You'll have to keep us informed on that. So Darby, how can people find your podcast? People can listen to the show either on our website at everythingactingpodcast.com. But the best thing to do is to go out to iTunes and subscribe. And there's a link right on our webpage to, to do that at everythingactingpodcast.com. Or if you do a search in the iTunes music store for acting, we come up as the number one featured podcast. So give us a click and subscribe. Thanks for the tip. I hope you get more listeners from this interview and we wish you and Roz all the best. Thanks for chatting with us today. Oh, thanks so much for having me. We were just speaking with Darby Worley of the Everything Acting Podcast. You can learn more about the Everything Acting Podcast by visiting their website, everythingactingpodcast.com. Well, that's all for this week. We love hearing from you, and thank you for staying subscribed to Vox Talk. You can subscribe to this podcast through the iTunes podcast directory or by email on the Vox Talk website at podcasts.voices.com. I'm your host, Stephanie Cicerelli. Take care, and we'll be seeing you next week.